With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I was in Madrid, in the house of a nobleman, whom I served not as a master, but as a relation. He had an only son and heir, who treated me with great familiarity and friendship, both on account of our relationship and because we were both of the same age and disposition. This young gentleman fell in love with a young lady of rank, whom he would most gladly have made his wife, had it not been for his dutiful submission to the will of his parents, who desired him to marry into a higher family. Nevertheless, he continued furtively to pay court to the lady of his choice, carefully concealing his proceedings from all eyes but mine. One night, which ill luck must have especially selected for the adventure I am about to relate to you, as we were passing by the lady's house, we saw ranged against it two men of good figure, apparently. My kinsman wished to reconnoitre them, but no sooner had he made a step towards them than their swords were out, their bucklers ready, and they made at us whilst we did the same on our side and engaged them with equal arms. The fight did not last long, neither did the lives of our two opponents, for two thrusts, urged home by my kinsman's jealousy and my zeal in his defense, laid them both low, an extraordinary occurrence, and such as is rarely witnessed. Thus involuntarily victorious, we returned home, and taking all the money we could, set off secretly to the church of San Geronimo, waiting to see what would happen when the event was discovered next day, and what might be the conjectures as to the persons of the homicides. We learned that no trace of our presence on the scene had been discovered, and the prudent monks advised us to return home so as not by our absence to arouse any suspicion against us. We had already resolved to follow their advice when we were informed that the alcaldes of the court had arrested the young lady and her parents, and that among their domestics whom they examined, one person, the young lady's attendant, had stated that my kinsman visited her mistress by night and by day. Upon this evidence they had sent in search of us, and the officers not finding us, but many indications of our flight, it became a confirmed opinion throughout the whole city that we were the very men who had slain the two cavaliers, for such they were, and of very good quality. 
finally by the advice of the count my relation and of the monks after remaining hid a fortnight in the monastery my comrade departed in company with a monk himself disguised as one and took the road to aragon intending to pass over to italy and thence to flanders until he should see what might be the upshot of the matter for my part thinking it well to divide our fortunes i set out on foot in a different direction and in the habit of a lay brother along with a monk who quitted me at talavera from that city i travelled alone and missed my way till last night i reached this wood when i met with the mishap you know if i asked for la pena de francia it was only by way of making some answer to the questions put to me for i know that it lies beyond salamanca true observed andrew you left it on your right about twenty leagues from this so you see what a straight road you were taking if you were going thither the road i did intend to take was that to Sevilla, for there i should find a genoese gentleman a great friend of the count my relation who is in the habit of exporting large quantities of silver ingots to genoa and my design is that he should send me with his carriers as one of themselves by which means i may safely reach cartagena and thence pass over to italy for two galleys are expected shortly to ship some silver this is my story good friend was i not right in saying it is the result of pure ill-luck rather than disappointed love now if these senores gitanos will take me in their company to Sevilla, supposing they are bound thither i will pay them handsomely for i believe that i should travel more safely with them and have some respite from the fear that haunts me yes they will take you said andrew or if you cannot go with our band for as yet i know not that we are for andalusia you can go with another which we shall fall in with in a couple of days and if you give them some of the money you have about you they will be able and willing to help you out of still worse difficulties he then left the young man and reported to the other gypsies what the stranger desired and the offer he had made of good payment for their services they were all for having their guest remain in the camp but preciosa was against it and her grandmother said that she could not go to Sevilla or its neighborhood on account of a hoax she had once played off upon a cap-maker named trujillo well known in Sevilla, she had persuaded him to put himself up to his neck in a butt of water stark naked with a crown of cypress on his head there to remain till midnight when he was to step out and look for a great treasure which she had made him believe was concealed in a certain part of his house when the good cap-maker heard matins ring he made such haste to get out of the butt lest he should lose his chance that it fell with him bruising his flesh and deluging the floor with water in which he fell to swimming with might and main roaring out that he was drowning his wife and his neighbors ran to him with lights 
and found him striking out lustily with his arms and legs. Help! help! he cried. I am suffocating, and he really was not far from it. Such was the effect of his excessive fright. They seized and rescued him from his deadly peril. When he had recovered a little, he told them the trick the gypsy woman had played him, and yet for all that he dug a hole more than a fathom deep in the place pointed out to him in spite of all his neighbors could say and had he not been forcibly prevented by one of them when he was beginning to undermine the foundations of the house he would have brought the whole of it down about his ears the story spread all over the city so that the little boys in the street used to point their fingers at him and shout in his ears the story of the gypsy's trick and his own credulity such was the tale told by the old gitana in explanation of her unwillingness to go to Sevilla. the gypsies knowing from andrew that the youth had a sum of money about him readily assented to his accompanying them and promised to guard and conceal him as long as he pleased they determined to make a bend to the left and enter la mancha and the kingdom of mercia the youth thanked them cordially and gave them on the spot a hundred gold crowns to divide amongst them whereupon they became as pliant as washed leather preciosa however was not pleased with the continuance among them of don sancho for that was the youth's name but the gypsies changed it to clement andrew too was rather annoyed at this arrangement for it seemed to him that clement had given up his original intention upon very slight grounds but the latter as if he read his thoughts told him that he was glad to go to mercia because it was near cartagena whence if galleys arrived there as he expected he could easily pass over to italy finally in order to have him more under his own eye to watch his acts and scrutinize his thoughts andrew desired to have clement for his own comrade and the latter accepted this friendly offer as a signal favor they were always together both spent largely their crowns came down like rain they ran leaped danced and pitched the bar better than any of their companions and were more than commonly liked by the women of the tribe and held in the highest respect by the men end of the little gypsy girl part three